It's Thursday, December 19, 2019. As fires continue to burn from coast to coast, now the country resembles a furnace. Australia swelters through hottest day ever recorded down under. November 2019 was the second hottest November ever recorded. Ocean acidification is accelerating off the U.S. West Coast. Plus, U.S. banking giant Goldman Sachs says it won't finance oil drilling in the Arctic moving forward. Goldman Sachs just says no to drilling in the Arctic. Yay, Goldman Sachs. Did I just say that? Yeah. All of those surprises and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. 200-foot flames this weekend raced across the Australian outback. In Sydney, the smoke is so bad, it's like smoking 32 cigarettes a day. Greenland is losing ice seven times faster than it was in the 90s. The warnings are there. But who is listening? No one. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it is very, very bad down in Australia. Oh my, yes it is. Australia has sweltered through its hottest day ever recorded from a blistering continent-wide heat wave, hitting a national average temperature of 105 degrees. That's according to the country's Bureau of Meteorology, shattering the previous record set in 2013 by a full degree and intensifying at least 100 active bushfires across New South Wales amid the worst drought in decades. I'm sorry, did you say a national average of 105 degrees? Yes, wow. across the entire continent. Officials warned the all-time high is likely to be broken again, and they've declared a state of emergency over the heat, fires, and hazardous air pollution. Yeah, I guess they have. Shane Fitzsimmons, Rural Fire Service Chief, warned that firefighting resources are being stretched thin. We're up around um, 8,500 fires so far this season, so that's the sort of challenge that, uh, that firefighters and emergency services personnel uh, are facing every day, uh, and we've seen it day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out now, uh, since, since winter. And we should note here that Australia is home to some of the fiercest climate change denialists in the world. I wonder if that's about to change. Meanwhile, the heat goes on. NOAA announced this week that November 2019 was the second hottest November recorded globally since record-keeping began in the 1880s. The five warmest Novembers on record all have been measured since 2013. 2019 is almost certain to be the second warmest year on record, capping off the warmest decade ever recorded. Eight of the ten warmest years have all occurred this decade. The other two were just a few years earlier. Well, you know, I don't want to give short shrift to the climate denialists here in in our country either. NOAA also announced that waters in the Pacific Ocean off the West Coast are acidifying at twice the rate of the rest of the global oceans. Now, the ocean absorbs some of humanity's carbon dioxide emissions, which is changing the chemistry of the ocean, making it more acidic. That makes it harder for shellfish to form their shells, and that has potentially catastrophic effects on commercial shell fisheries. A new study finds that costs of the shale gas fracking boom in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia 
far outweigh the benefits. Researchers calculated that since 2004, shale development generated a regional economic boost of $21 billion, but cost $23 billion in costs related to 1,200 to 4,600 premature deaths that were caused by increased air pollution from the industry. That's $21 billion in economic activity from fracking, causing $23 billion in health costs and thousands of premature deaths. Yeah, but you got to look at who is being affected and who's making all that money. But some good news. 12 northeastern states have joined forces to reduce air pollution, unveiling a draft plan for a cap-and-trade program to cut tailpipe emissions from cars, trucks, and other forms of transportation. As the nation's electric grid gets greener, transportation has become the largest source of greenhouse gas emissions in the United States. And finally, banking giant Goldman Sachs announced this week that it will not finance new oil and gas drilling projects or exploration in the Arctic and instead will invest $750 billion in sustainable development and climate transition over the next 10 years. It is the first U.S. bank to do so. So they won't help Donald Trump drill in Anwar? They will not. Good for Goldman Sachs. There, I said it again. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Our thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com donate to help Desi and I do what we try to do year-round. And please find, follow, and share all that we do on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. We'll be off for a couple of weeks over the holidays, but from Desi and I to you and yours, please have a safe, happy, and healthy holiday. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Joyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Icicles on east troughs and tinsel on the tree, but it's a green Christmas for me. Couple skating on the pond.